You're listening to SM Media, the number one place for exclusive content. Hi everyone and welcome to the debut episode of the Scottish Football Show for season 2021-22. I'm Scott McPike, delighted to be your host as always. We've taken a wee break over the close season after our Euros extravaganza, but we are back with Scottish Football. Scottish Football season's underway. Joined by the panel as always, Rory isn't here. Mark Wilson is though. Mark, how are we? Fine, thanks Scott. Delighted to be back after my terrific Euro predictions. It cost me 20 quid, so hopefully my predictions... This season will be better than last and the Euros now. <laughs> Definitely. Shankers is here as well. Shankers, welcome back. How are we? I am good, Scott. Looking forward to another season in Scottish football. And uh, it's good we've got, we've got somebody to, to cover the Championship as well this season. It's going to be good. Yeah, we're going to cover <laughs> We're going to cover all four. I knew you'd have to get that in, Ham. I knew that. Was <laughs> we're going to cover all four leagues in this show. And we're also going to cover the, the West of Scotland. Obviously, you might have seen some of our West of Scotland content over the past few weeks. We'll be making a wee announcement about that later on in the show. But we're going to start off with the SPFL Premiership. And we'll take a look at the six results over this weekend. So Rangers beat Livingston 3-0. Dundee 2, St Mirren 2. Ross County 0. St Johnston 0. Hearts 2, Celtic 1. Today we saw Aberdeen 2, Dundee United 0. And Model 2, Hibs 3. We'll start with Rangers. Rangers kicked off the season with a 3-0 victory over Livingston. Hadji right in roof of the goals. Shankers couldn't ask for a better start. Rangers could they? It was just comfortable. They've got more gears. It just looks it was as... Easy as they wanted it to be. Aye, it's obviously 3 0, plenty of goals yeah, in a clean sheet, as you said. You couldn't, that's, that's the, the start you're looking for. Um, I think it is, I expected, I, I think Livingston could struggle this season. Obviously, we're going to make predictions and stuff later and, and see how far away we, we get with them. But I think Livingston uh, could, could struggle this season. I don't think that'll be the, the first heavy defeat that, that they uh, they'll suffer. So pretty routine for Rangers. Uh, good to see Scott Wright in the in the score too. I think he could have a big impact uh, this season for Rangers and, and feature a, a lot more than, than he did obviously in the, the back end of last season. So uh, pretty pretty routine performance and what I'm led to believe uh, the the one they had pushed for it. I don't think it was as if uh, Rangers were it. We're at the top level. I think, I think if, if they wanted to step it up, they could have. So uh, it was a good result. I think that as well. I just I, I think they've got more to offer. I think there was a few, obviously a few players missing. Morello still to come back. There was Ryan Jack was missing things like that. But it was as solid as as they could expect. I think there was one eye for Tuesday night, the game against Malmo in the Champions League. But Wilson, who stood out for you? Who did you think of Rangers opening day victory over Livingston? <laughs> Well, I think you've, both of you have just kind of hit the nails on the head there. Um, you mentioned through the week, Scott, about the squad depth at Rangers now. Um, and I think, you know, I think because you've been away from it for so long and obviously the difficulties he's had, Rangers fans will be happy now that it looks, I mean, it's only one game in, but it looks as though, you know, just turning up and kind of turning teams over at Ibrox now. You know, I think they've... Is it 20, you know, home game wins in a row or something mm-hmm. that they, 
uh, going from last year as well. I wouldn't say they looked a well-oiled machine, but again, it's the first game of the season. But again, the easiest job at Ibrox um, must be Connor Goldson, Hollander, Alan McGregor's kit man, because those kits for a lot of games this season won't need washed. Um, so you have to yeah, admire that. Rangers are going to have to, I think, slightly change the way they play. Um, I don't think Stephen Gerrard was expecting Livingston to put 11 men behind the ball and then after the centre of 10 men behind the ball. So I think Rangers will maybe sacrifice possibly a defender or a defensive midfielder and try and find maybe, say, two number 10s to try and pierce holes in teams if teams are just going to sit in like that. Now, again, it's very difficult for, you know, the weaker teams to go, you know, say, let's go to Ibrox and have a go because it could end up, you know, cricket scores. But I think I think it's a wee bit disappointing. I mean, I'm sure the Rangers fans are happy to be back in Ibrox, etc. But some sometimes, you know, that can be disappointing when you're just turning up and you're maybe sitting there for 70 minutes, and it's been, you know, with 11 guys behind the ball and waiting, you know, and then once the first goal comes, then it's... You know, it's, it's two, three, four, five, whatever they're going to win by. Player-wise, and, and I said this to actually somebody in the supermarket this morning, Scott Wright impressed me. Um, I actually think he's possibly one that you know, Steve Clark could be looking at as well, possibly. Um, he, he did impress me. Actually, when I looked at Scott's squad last day on the week, I thought, oh, Hadji plays there, and that's in Scott Wright's understudy, but I don't think he did himself any harm yesterday. It was some finish for his goal as well so so he he impressed me and as you say there's still no Jack no Arfield no Morales you know as I said I just I, I, I said I just watched the end of the uh, Motherwell Hibs game there and you saw Rangers at the top of the league and I said I don't think that will change over the next 38 games I, I, I genuinely don't I can't after the shambles of last night you know I, I, I can't see that changing uh, anyway um, you know over, over the season pitch Again, it's probably so after all the hype of 55, it's now going to be the hype of 56, I think. Obviously, Rangers move on to Tuesday night where they kick off the Champions League camp qualifier against Malmo in Sweden. Shankers, what's your thoughts today? You fancy them to go through? I think over two two legs, I think Rangers will be will be strong enough to win. I, I don't think by any means it's going to be a walk in the park. I think it'll be a tough, tough game. But... Uh, I think over the piece, if it was a, a one-game shooter, it might might be different than if it's a one-game almost. I can treat it like a in a cup final type thing. Uh, but uh, over two legs, I think Rangers will be too strong. I was actually surprised Lundstrom didn't play yesterday, but I don't know if they're looking at him for maybe for Tuesday night and and think maybe, I know maybe a bit of arrogance or that, but I think maybe Livingston at home can... We can afford for him not to play can because he's featured in most of the, the pre-season games so it will probably be one eye on, on Wednesday night uh, uh, yeah, when with the team selection yesterday so a tough game uh, I think it's good when the teams are, are away first and then if, if they do struggle to get a result and then they're coming back uh, to play home in the second leg if, if they need a result mind you away, away goals and stuff like that to us crap you know, so yeah, it's going to be big on Tuesday for Rangers, but a comfortable start to the, the league season for them. The D2, St Mirren 2, Wilson, it was a, an even game. It was a red card, obviously, for the D change the game. St Mirren came from behind twice. Brophy and McGrath with the goals, and Shaughnessy got an own goal for Cummings, both of them D. Fair result, 2-2. Two, two. It was kind of main talking points, obviously. Brophy and Maine are kind of a partnership. Could they work for St Mirren, do you think? 
quite liked him in Brophy at Kilmarnock he just you know he just used to get the ball out of his feet and shoot it didn't matter what angle he was at or the distance he was um, he never really played with a target man because obviously he played the five in midfield or a number 10 behind him um, but I, I think you know, he's been a bad luck at injury since he went to St Martin so um, you know he's, he's hit the ground running certainly he had a good finish as well um, but again I'm, I'm no great fan of Curtis May and I don't see the I don't see the fascination with him, but again, teams like, you know, St. London, they're going to need a target man um, to, you know, to try and maybe, you know, oh, big guy, wee guy scenario if they, to feed um, Brophy. It was his flick on yesterday, so maybe he'll do okay. I don't think he did much at Aberdeen um, when he was there. Um, the only kind of talking point I thought was was the penalty. You know, I, I, was, I was listening to the radio yesterday, and again, obviously the pros know a hell of a lot more than me. Michael Stewart and that were saying that is never a penalty. When I actually saw it in sports, and I thought it was. Um, I thought it was. Kind of bars in. His, his arm was up slightly, but again, not having played it in um, that level. Um, you know, I, I'm quite perplexed with that, to be honest. Um, but a draw was probably a, a fair result. And probably a good start for Dundee um, after uh, coming up last year. Yeah. St Marin, obviously, no other goal scorer, Jamie McGrath, is subject to a lot of transfer bids. I have heard that he could potentially be subject to a transfer bid for a team in England. Shankers, do you see him going in the transfer window? I think for, for the times that I have seen St Marin playing, uh, it has looked like one of the, the, bright, uh, the bright players I like. Uh, oh, is it McAllister in the middle? McPherson? Cam like McPherson. McPherson, I um, he he's him. They two have been kind of standout players for some moment when I've seen them. Uh, so it's hard for teams like some moment when somebody's performing consistently at a level, then they're unfortunately going to be going to be subject to speculation and and the chances are that that they normally go because they disrespect to them. But the players uh, playing. Uh, Consistently in good performances every week. They're not really wanting to stay at teams like St. Monin, and as harsh as it sounds, it's almost a stepping stone. So I wouldn't be surprised if if he's away. Is, is there any names of teams that are nothing, no? nothing concrete, but apparently the, the rumour is England will touch on another player who could be heading for England shortly. But we'll move on to Ross County now, St. Johnston now. Ali McCann missed a penalty for St. Johnston. Wilson, do you think St Johnston will carry on the success of last season or do you think they've reached that glass ceiling? Uh, I don't think they'll be as successful as they were last season, uh, to be honest. But again, they had a slow start last season as well. Yeah. So, again, that game had 0-0 written all over it yesterday. Yeah. You know, it was Malky Mackay's first game, you know, just probably out not to lose the game. Um didn't, didn't think it was a penalty, if I'm honest with you, but I've only really seen the highlights from the sports scene. Um, but blazed the penalty anyway. He, he, had a, he had a good season last season. St. Johnson, again, actually, it was Chris Boyd hit the nail on the head, you know, probably from, I would say, Rangers down. All these teams will be happy to stay in the league. That's 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 their first aim, you know, and I think that's definitely Ross County and St. Johnson's first aim. Ross, uh, St. Johnson probably looking to go top six after the success in the trophies. Last year, um, but I've made enough apologies to Calm Davidson. They're, they'll they'll be bottom six this year. They'll be bottom six. St. Johnson move on to Thursday night where they play Galatasaray in the Europa League playoff uh, qualifying round. Yeah, do you give them a chance, Shankles? <laughs> no chance, man. No chance. But I, I don't know. I'll be a good fixture. Uh, 
for them to play in. I mean, they've got nothing to lose, have they? Uh, all the, the odds are stacked against them, so just go out there and sometimes the games play in your, in your favour when there's no pressure and you're not expected to win. It's just, it's maybe unfortunate that there's um, no way goals. I always feel like when there's a small team uh, against the, the so-called bigger team that if they maybe nick an away goal, it gives them a chance of that. Uh, uh, if they say it's, it's a 2-1 and they've got an away goal and it's, it always keeps them in the tie, but I think with that scrapped over over two games, I think Carlos uh, are far too strong for for um, for St. Johnson, but I agree with Wilson. How, how can St. Johnson top right. last season, top six and two trophies? No matter what happens this season, it's not going to be as good as last season. And so the supporters maybe just have to, to rein it in a wee bit and, and remember that they're not going to get a season like that any, like every year, maybe maybe never even again to, to, to trophies in the, in the one season. I, I very much doubt that'll, that'll happen anytime soon if it ever does happen again. Well, to this Galatasaray team lost 7-2 in aggregate to PSV, who we ain't going to play Mitchell and we'll touch, in, we'll touch on them in a few minutes, but... Do you give St. Johnson any chance? Do you think Callum Davidson could pull it out of the bag again? You've written him off so many times. No, I know, but... I mean, again, Galatasaray is a, is a big European name, but I don't think they're anything what they like. I would I would love to see if there's no um, restrictions in Turkey, if the Galatasaray fans will be in nine hours before the game. <laughs> Welcome to hell for St. Johnson coming in um, and there maybe a hundred supporters at, at, at the most. Um, I mean... On, on paper, you wouldn't give St. Johnston a chance, but sometimes you've got to look at the Galatasaray players, you know, and they, and they come to McDermott Park, you know, they're going for a culture shock as much as vice versa on the away legs. So um, I think if they can get something at, at home, a, a, a nil-nil or a one-each or something, um, or stay in the tie, but I think out there it could be it could be curtains, unfortunately. But then it's, 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 it's a glamour first game tie. At home. First game's away. First game at home. Oh, it's first game's away, is it? Yeah. Ah, well, I think it'll be over by next week and they'll send under-19s for Turkey um, to McDermott Park, I would imagine. Saturday finished with a game at Tynecastle. Hearts 2, Celtic 1. There is a lot to get through here. There's months of stuff we need to touch on here, but we'll start <laughs> off with giving full credit to Hearts for the victory. I would say Celtic were the better team, but Hearts did take advantage of some very, very bad defending, but Wilson, you've since last night's result, you've been at us to give you give you <laughs> to chat about about this. The floor is yours. Tell us what's happened. What what was your thoughts in the game first of all, and then what's what do we think of this Celtic situation that's festered again from last season? On on the game again, you know, possession stats were were high in Celtic's favour, but. I, I, and I've, I've said before, I'm going to say it on here, and you can slag me every subsequent week from now on, but Callum McGregor is a one-man team. Celtic now find themselves back in the 90s where Callum McGregor is Paul McStay and the only good player at, at the club. The rest the rest can go. The, everyone can go. And it's not a case of, you know, Celtic need a few players in. Celtic need a first team. Um, and whether that starts with the rumours about Joe Hart Focus said, I don't want Joe Hart, I don't want this. Any professional goalkeeper playing in the, the third choice at a premiership team in England is better than the three goalies Celtic have just now. There's no, there's no doubts about that. 
Um, again, I, I, the same thing I was talking to in the supermarket this morning, big Celtic man, and I was astonished about how bad Greg Taylor was last night, you know, and I'm a massive fight. He was unbelievable at Kilmarnock, and now he can't even put a cross into the box. He can't get by a man, you know. Now, again, you would think when you go from maybe a lesser team to a bigger team playing with better players and all that, you become a better player yourself. Unfortunately, that kid's went backwards. Ralston has been at Celtic 10 years and played about three first-team games, and it showed why. Just maybe a lovely guy, not good enough, okay? And, and I know you can get through the whole team. I mean, I think, is Chris Julian still in Dubai? Did he get left there? You know, because two centre-halves, abs- yeah, absolutely, nah. absolutely dreadful. As I say, Callum McGregor is the only player on that team. And again, Celtic need to take a big hit this season. Because if the likes of Edward Christie don't want to be there, don't play them. You're, you're, surely Edward, and again, this is me, and Mark, if Rory was on me, think a wee bit uh, different. If I'm Odson Edward and I want a move, I'm not basing my move on maybe two seasons ago now because he'd done nothing last season and he's done nothing so far this season. I would be knocking my pan in to try and get that move. You know, I would be trying my hardest and he is not. And I, 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 I don't accept that from any professional. Yeah, I was keen to get your thoughts on this before we before we move we move on to touching a bit more about it. But Celtic let go. Obviously, today we heard that Cham had left. Celtic Celtic's back four that finished the game against Mitchelland were Anthony Ralston, Stephen Welsh, Dane Murray, and Adam Montgomery. Yeah, and you could make a player between all four of them. Baby, but they're young, but that's no, but that was in that situation. They've let go of Frampong, right? You've been on here saying how... Sold Frampong. Yeah, sold Frampong. Sold El Hamed. Yeah. Brought in, a, brought in a right back from Everton who we know didn't do well enough, didn't do well enough to get a permanent contract, whatever the case may be. Let go of Jack Henry, right? I'm not saying Jack Henry's Celtic class, I'm not saying that at all, but he's a better option than throwing a young, a young boy in and he's third, he's third appearance to play in a crucial Champions League game. Oh, it's, it's, it's complete, yeah, and, and I'm going to go through the, the whole mismanagement. Yeah, the it's whole mismanagement um, from, from, from top to bottom. I, I mean, I, I'm going there because I don't know, have Celtic priced Odds and Edward out of the market? The Celtic think they're going to get £25 million for him because that's not going to happen. What's it worth? What's it worth, though? Like, if you were a transfer for last guru... Night's per, for last night's performance, I would just get him off the wage bill because that, that level of performance is unacceptable in a Celtic shirt. But, it, but what's, why then... Uh, that's fair enough, but Alvin Ayeti sitting in the bench, and I'm not. And, but it gave, it gave him the captain's armband in the first preseason game, and now we can't throw him on. What's, exactly. How, what's going on? Like, what I, don't, is... I don't. I mean, when when Angie comes in, he's got to look for every squad again. Maybe everyone gets a clean slate. Start again. Let's see what's available, you know. And and he, he tinkers about to see, right? Okay, I've seen these guys a couple of weeks at training, a couple of games. This is what I need to know. He did say in his one of his comments, you know, maybe I've not been forceful with the board, um, you know, to get to get more players in. Um, but even the Celtic board, even if you're not a football person, you must be looking at the performances last season and going, Oh my goodness, this guy could do a hundred million to spend. And 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 this is where the, the problem there lies on the playing side. Celtic don't need 
three or four squad players to beef up the squad. Celtic need eight or nine starters in that team. Yeah. Now, you can bring in Messi, Ronaldo, Varati, etc. These guys will still need time to gel. So, therefore, even if he gets eight signings in before the transfer window, they're going to need eight to ten games to gel. By that time, it's Christmas. By that time, they're 30 points behind and out the League Cup. And it's, it's a, another flop of a season. And as I say, I'm not going all out with the, with the violence and whatever happened last year with Neil Lennon throwing fences, etc. But, and as I say, the, the, the very intelligent man I met in the supermarket is small. If he doesn't buy season tickets, somebody else will. Celtic fans need to be voting with their feet, stop buying merchandise, stop attending the games because they've been taken for an absolute ride. They are being absolutely humiliated and taken for a ride because they're putting that amount of money in they were shafted last year with their season tickets and off, and nine times out of ten, the t- television didn't work for the games, and then they're offered fifty pounds back. Then asked to pay another six hundred to a thousand pounds again, and it, it's it's completely unacceptable. I know there's a protest planned, which unfortunately I don't think it's going to be a peaceful protest. I don't think it'll end up a peaceful protest. There's um, a protest planned, does it? I think for the the next uh, Sunday, the eighth of August yeah. or something, it's, it's planned for. Now, again, I agree with a protest. I don't agree with what's unfortunately the subsequent violence that may follow from it. But I I would be irate as a Celtic supporter looking for answers. And as I say, the the, the one last year or to, to, to end the last season, it was aimed at the players, and I think it was fully justified because they weren't trying to leg then under the previous manager. Now, now it is about the board, and that's what I'm saying. They are now back at the 90s. Fair play to Angie. He's, he's came from a, you know, a, a very poorly standard league, and he, I don't care what anyone says, one of the biggest jobs in Britain. And I just don't think Celtic fans are going to give him the three, four seasons that Steven Gerrard was with. I know it was quite a, a slightly different uh, kind of starting point for both of them. Um but I can't, I can't see the Celtic fans stepping back and saying, right, OK, let's give Angie three, four seasons. Let's see 56, 57, 58, 59, 60. Because if it continues the way they're going with that current board, Mackay, Strachan, Woods, Kennedy, etc., it could be 10 and 0 for Rangers in the next 10 seasons, or 8, you know, 9 seasons it would be. Do you know my two takeaways were in the game? And we'll touch on all the mismanagement and all that if, if we really want to get into that. But... Celtic, see when it gets to 70 minutes in a pre-season game and after, in the first game of the season after a pre-season they're so unfit that's bad, that's bad co- that, in my mind's bad coaching I don't know if that's from Postacoglu I don't know, we'll touch on that in a minute but near Beaton's down for cramp and with 20 minutes to go in the first game of the season shows that there's a real lack of fitness I don't, I don't think Tom Rogic has ever played a full 90 minutes. No. And Turnbull, I don't think he's been Turnbull's, for years. Turnbull's a terrific player, but he looks so unfit. Yeah, I, 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 would, I would totally agree with that. Um, and again, you've got him maybe, you can give him the out of, ah, they've travelled, they've played the European games, actually allowed them mentally, it's been a change in manager, change in ideas. But the first thing I would imagine to be a footballer at any team is you need to be fit. And second, you know? secondly, you can... I thought Celtic at stages going forward can play some decent football. I think you can see there's an idea there, there's a plan, but you can't you can't excuse bad defending, and it's the same bad defending we saw last season. The crosses into the box, ridiculous efforts. What is Scott been doing for that goal? 
And again, that's that's that, 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 that's that's where that's the same problem know, though for last season. That's you, not you, look, you look at guys like you know why is Stevie Wood still there? You know that's three Celtic goalkeepers that are all never Celtic class. Now he may not be signing them, but he's training them. Is he telling him to stand in them and you know four yards out in the middle of the goals at a cross front of the box? I, w- I would hate to think so. You know because I wouldn't tell my boys' club goalkeeper to do that. No. You know, and as I say, everything about the club from top to bottom to the cups of tea to the hoop of the huddle pies is a shambles just now, an absolute shambles. And as I say, the fans to get anything back need to vote with their feet, but they're not going to do that because they'll lose their season tickets. And this is going to be a painful season for Celtic watching 56, a high chance of four old firm defeats in a Rangers treble. And it's cut, and it's not. It's not the fans' fault. This is this is down from Law to Lennon to Dominic Mackay to these players, and none of them take, are taking responsibility for it. And again, and I know we laugh about it on our chat an awful lot, but Dave King is on the money, and has and when he said the pack of cards, house of cards, he is on the money because now you're seeing it. Mm-hmm. And as I say, this is going to be back to the nineties for Celtic. Shankers, what's your thoughts on it? Like. The game as a whole, and then we'll touch on Posta Coglu. Just get like Posta Coglu in the whole situation. What's the, what's your thoughts? I actually think they probably done enough as they did win the game that you couldn't have argued like with with chances and and the ball retention and stuff like that. I mean, it's famously saying if if you have 80% possession it doesn't win you for the game's eye but when they've got possession like that majority uh, of the time they're going to create chances and stuff like that but I just think the goal that they lost was so soft like but for the, the 89th minute of the game it won each uh, for for that kind type of goal to I mean see when see pause it as soon as the ball's on Suter's head Scott Bain is where is he like his positioning or that is as Wilson says you wouldn't expect that at boys club level no it's the defending for the first goal and all I mean absolutely terrible it's things like that like that's but sometimes you can't you can't coach like like decision making like that fair player like that's just things you can't actually coach like Scott Bain running out there in the middle of the in the middle of nowhere, like he's made that decision. You know what I mean, like it's I don't think it's um, I think it's just an individual error type thing, but it's it's coming for they just cannot believe that Celtic are going into the first game of the season with, with that, that eleven, like that squad and stuff like that. I, I I thought in pre-season like they had loads of players out and and uh, like maybe away from coming back for international duty stuff like that, like, and that was the only reason these players are playing. But there's no like, as Wilson said, Ralston. I cannot believe he's still at Celtic. Never mind their first choice right back now. I, I just cannot get my head around it. The goalkeeper situation, you know, Craig Gordon, the Hearts goal, he ends up putting us two two brilliant saves at the end of the, the game, saving the three points for them and and they got rid of him. Uh, I, I don't know I don't know the situation that I actually read some it was to do with contract they were trying to almost under underpay him or, or whatever they've offered him less money whatever I'm not sure how true that is but 
Ange uh, must be looking and going, oh, we got ready him for free and, and we've left with, with these two goalies. What was it, guys, for Barker? Four or five, five million. million. He, how many chances is he going to get? Like, he's been dropped about five times now. Like, there can't be any way back for, for him, surely. Ben's, in Ben, what Ben was playing for, for like some model or, or something like that. I don't think he, I don't think he would look at a place but for for, for a first choice keeper itself because I don't think it's just it is a mess we talked to Bob and I actually part of me feel sorry for the manager because he's been absolutely hung out to dry. Like see oh sorry you go. See when see when you're saying that about Coglu, like and whilst I'll keep I'll kind of bring you in this in the, this as well. Three games in no wins. I know that that's, he's been handed a really bad set of circumstances. I wrote about it last week. And how much time does he get? Like how much? Like if Thursday night Jablonek beat them in the Europa League, like what? What is? What's next? What? How long before the board? Because right now the board are getting all the all the criticism and rightfully so, but. If results keep happening, it's not long until it does turn in the manager, whether it's fair or not. That's just the way it goes in football. What is it? Yeah, but I mean, I think I think the best thing for Celtic this season is to get knocked out of Europe and not have that, you know, worry, you know, of playing that Cosmos League on a Thursday night and just try and stabilise yourself in this league. Um, again, I don't think the punters will judge the manager until he's got his, you know, starting eleven. Maybe four or five four or five signings but down he's the road. He's even allowed to bring in his own coaching staff. So how? Well, that, I mean, that, and that again, that that, go, that, go, that goes higher up now again. And if I gave Eddie Howe a lot of criticism, didn't think he was a big enough name, you know, for the Celtic job. But if that's the reason he didn't take the job, then fair fair play to him because getting lumped with Larry Curley and Mo and that dugout, <laughs> no 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 manager with any credence or any manager. You know, that's a name as such is going is going to accept that. Poster Coglu possibly finds himself in a situation where, oh my goodness, I've got a chance of managing, you know, one of the biggest clubs in Europe here. You know, size-wise, not, not not in terms of trophies or anything. Um, I've got, you know, this is a chance of a lifetime for me. And I think it's going to be a wee bit similar to Ronnie Dyla, although Ronnie Dyla won leagues. I think this is going to make this guy ill and I feel that's a you couple already, of You do already see it. Three games yeah. in, he's just... He, he's, the pressure. Yeah. He's going to be thinking, the pressure is, oh my goodness, I can't cope with us. And then he's, he'll, he'll go back to Japan, he'll go to one of the teams there, he'll win five league titles against Stuart and Talbot <laughs> up there, and he'll, he'll probably have a nice life. But that there has to be a mentality thing, and I, I, I touched on this, and we've touched on this before, in folk will say, ah, but Steven Gerrard was a rookie. Steven Gerrard played in some of the biggest games you know, that were ever played for Liverpool and for England. So he knows how to deal with pressure, you know. You know, the same pressure he was under at Liverpool to perform every week is the same pressure he has under at Ibrox. So it's second nature to him. This guy's, you know, came came from a league where the pressure's not the same, you know, and the, the, the punters aren't the same. And, he, and he's came to a team where, you know, if, if, you're, if you're opening three games, as you say, we're Galatasaray, home and away in Rangers, you would think, well, we've lost three games, but, you know... Fair play. You're playing against Mitterland, who I think Rangers beat 7-3, 7-2 last year, two years ago, and Hearts, who are terrible. Hearts are not a good team. See, the thing as well is, team. It, was, it was so predictable. You knew yeah. there was a goal coming. You, you, 
They're dead in the feet. As soon, as soon as Ralston gave it the twos up to the Hearts fans, you knew a goal was going to come for his side late in the game. See if you are, and Foster Cole. fans of finals, did they? Well, I wouldn't get the five, but right up going, yeah, yeah, giving it, giving it big licks of oh, one each at Tynecastle. Oh, right, if, I'm going to throw this out to everybody in the comments as well. They can send their comments in. If you're Ange Foster Coglu, what, how, what positions do you need to get as a priority? I'll put this in the chat. He, he, he needs two, a minimum of two goalkeepers, right? To, to enhance that squad, if he's to a squad that's going to challenge Rangers, right? He needs at least two right backs, a player and an understudy, two goalkeepers, a first choice and an understudy. Greg Taylor could possibly get away with being an understudy. He needs to replace Ayer, you know, so he needs maybe two centre halves as well. Julian can be understudy. He needs three players or four players in and around the midfield with McGregor and Forrest. And then he needs at least, you know, three strikers, you know, maybe one, two first choice and, and a, a sub striker. Get rid of the rest, get rid of the deadwood, pay them out their contracts, get them up the road. You know, Ajeti and all these guys that failed last year under Lennon and something, and then the structure needs to change in terms of the hierarchy. But see what you're saying there, that, that isn't going to happen in one window, but is Postacoglu going to get the time to build that team? Because we saw across the city, Stephen Gerrard didn't do it all in one window. He spent two years just getting the squad red, right and getting everything in that he needed. And then you've seen what's happened. You've seen a complete right. transformation. Is he going to get that time? No. The Celtic fans won't give him that time. Exactly. And that's, that's what I'm saying. And that was my next point. How many fan protests, etc., cetera, were there since Gerrard's taken over? Right? Yeah. There's already one organised for this Sunday or next Sunday, whatever it is. Now, I know it's the end of the board and, and again, Celtic fans will feel sorry for the manager, but... I think sorry for him, honestly. I can't help, and I just think, and again, this is just a personal decision. I can't help saying, right, we'll give you the job, but you've got to keep, you know, you can't bring in people you trust, people that your own sports scientists that you maybe know better, you know, somebody you've made contact with years ago. You know, for, for, for all we know, it could be one of the best coaches in, in Britain that Posta Coglu's pals with that wants to bring to Celtic. But they've said no because John Kennedy and Gavin Strachan are there. Well, when I, when, I, when it was first mentioned about Postacoglu, I was told, and I've done the interview with the Australian journalist, who's, was Postacoglu, it was, it was quoted as being Postacoglu's guy when this was all happening. He told me there was a deal to bring in an assistant coach and a fitness coach, and then a week later, it was not back. Yeah, so that's, so, so that, that, that's why the protests... And at the club. But that's now, the thing. again, Poster is never going to knock the job back because of this, because of how big a job it is. He's maybe never going to get offered the job at this again. I don't think there's, well. there's a morality issue. Eddie Howe, you know, is never going to manage a club as big as Celtic. So he's got the balls to knock it back and think, well, how, how can I run the place if mm -hmm. somebody's making the signings? And as I say, you've got Larry Curley and Mo in the background. <laughs> how, 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 how on earth can I run that ship the way I want it? Because that makes me look like a failure. But it's the thing as well. I understand, I understand if they want to keep Kennedy and Strachan and like Woods, as why, you say. Why, why do you understand I that? Can that? Not, you I, can un I can understand that if they were well thought of and the fans thought of them. The fans didn't want, the fans don't want them there. That's no. what I'm saying. That's I don't understand how the board can expect to get away with that scot-free by, by keeping... John Kennedy, Gavin Strachan, and the likes of that, and when they've been, they had such a bad rap after after the horrible season of last year. 
I don't yeah. understand. So, so that, that again, that's that's where the, that's why the protests are happening at the club. Yeah. The club should have sacked these guys. Now I'm sure they're very good at their jobs. The whole part. Some, sometimes you go, and, and John Ken will say, "Oh, I was part of the the treble treble or whatever." But when Brendan Rodgers was there, John Kennedy was about number seven in that dugout. Do you know what I mean? He was behind Colo Tory, you know? <laughs> so why why do you feel this, you know, some and no one wishes in what happened to John Kenny's career? But he's if they turn around and say, right, we need we need a new head teacher at one of the local schools to oh, John Kennedy got injured at this school, let's just give him the head teacher's job. It doesn't work like that. It, it does not work like that. You know, I can understand if they turn around and says, right, okay. We're going to give the job to Sean Maloney. Sean Maloney's possibly pals with John Kennedy. That, and, yeah, and, and I he earns, that. He earns the writer he's brought in with a manager. I bet Angie Postacoglu has never heard of John Kennedy or Gavin Strachan. I go back to... And I he's been told to that the, that's your assistant yeah, managers. It's I go laughable. Back to, I go back to when Cushinia was at Rangers and that's a, it's a similar type of thing. Cushinia had to beg to get a Scottish assistant manager in and ended up with Jonathan Johansson because they wanted to completely reshape the club. <laughs> It's that's and then, and then you go, did, did, did that work? No, it didn't work, but what I'm, exactly. saying is, well, what I'm saying is it's a similar type of thing. Celtic need a fresh start, a complete fresh start. You're not going to get that with two guys who have been there last season. And is Gavin Strachan's a meme. Every time you see Gavin Strachan, it's so oh, there's laptop boy or iPad boy, whatever he's called. That's what he's known as in the Celtic support. And I'm not, that's maybe unfair. He's probably got some coaching abilities. I don't know, but. You can't. There's no goodwill with the fans if you bring, if you keep John Kennedy and Gavin Strachan there. And I, I will, I will feel sorry because the inevitable is going to happen. Celtic are going to have a shocker of a season, and then they're going to get rid of all these guys. And the next manager they bring in is going to be allowed to bring in all his own people. Mm-hmm. And therefore, you think, and then they might not. It might be a wee bit like in a Martin O'Neill, where Martin yeah. O'Neill brought in his own people, was successful. The standard of football wasn't, you know, what Celtic fans are used to. You know, it wasn't three, it was three, five, two big boys, but it was successful. Yeah. Whereas Angie could possibly have these guys playing unbelievable football, but some of them are incapable of it. You know, absolutely incapable. And then the next guy that comes in is going to get his own way, his own transfer budget, you know, his own staff, etc. And as I say, the poor fellow's been hung out to dry. And I, and I, I can see, in my opinion only, in five years, this guy writing a book and saying the biggest regret in my career was taking the Celtic job. Shankers, yeah, you want to add? Just, I, I cannot believe that they two are still part of the Celtic first team, uh, like staff. I, I can't, I just cannot get my head around how the board have wangled this one. Like, I just, I'm, I'm honestly lost for words how they two are still. Um, coach, head, uh, no head coach, sorry, assistant manager and, and first team coach. I, I just don't get it. Like, I was talking to somebody last night and we were saying, Eddie, how that's the reason he's not got the job, he's not getting the same people. And I totally get this guy, Danny, turned down a job this size, but that, that's for me that, that sense he's an element of they don't trust him if, they, if a bit bringing in his own people. They, they obviously don't trust him to, to get it right. And it's, I don't know if they trust him with, with money to sign sign players. I mean, they've just signed a, a, they a have They have spent money, but it seems to be the iron money. Like it's... I, uh, but the, the, they're no trust. They need to give him, I reckon they need to give him £30 million or something and go and get players that 
that he wants and players that he needs. They need players in, in as well. says they don't need like, like Rangers adding Lundstrom and and uh, Sakala, two players just to add to, to what they've got. Yeah, it's almost like a a, a full fresh start. Like they've got Forrest and Christie, etc. Aye, they're good forward players, but Celtic still need like Sir Christie. He'll, he'll be one to go in, in a year or two, maybe even sooner. Edward he could possibly go. To, Wilson's right. It's like nine, eight, nine players that are needing, and that is not going to happen. Uh, this season, they're not going to go and sign five players this window, four players in time. It's just, it's just not going to happen. So I really don't know where, where to go next year. I honestly don't. I can't. I can't see them turning him in and giving him the money. I really don't think they trust him to weigh the money because it's as if, well, if we go and give him £30 million to sign players, right, and then six months down the line, they're 10, 12 points behind, say, for instance, and then he gets sacked, then the next manager is left with the players that he's signed. So I I, I don't know. It's, it's a bit of a mess, like... Yeah. Mm. It's Celtic partner, and I, I really don't know where they where they go from here. There's there's major changes needed, but I, I honestly don't know don't know what's next. We'll move on to Aber- We'll move on to today's games. Aberdeen kicked off the season with a two 0 victory over the United with goals from Hayes and Ramirez. Wilson, were you impressed with Aberdeen? No. Um, <laughs> I was impressed with the result. To be honest, I felt a, a good solid start. Um, obviously, they've, Stephen Glass has now had time to implement, you know, his uh, different styles of play, etc. He's signed a few of his own players um, that he wanted in, including obviously Scott Brown, um, and maybe Aberdeen. That's the kind of type of player they needed. They're a bit rudderless for years without a kind of on the pitch leader. Whether Scott Brown's got the legs to play every game, I would say no. But maybe just these kind of presence in and about the dressing room and things and, and you know on the field for certain amounts of time. Um might might benefit Aberdeen if the big striker scored in his you know his first kind of league game. Hopefully he'll go on a wee bit of a run because they don't have the likes of Cosgrove now. Um so it's a, it's, a, it's a good solid start. I do again I, I, I and I felt the same about Dundee United and I know we've had the pandemic and you know the finances at every club's not quite what, uh, what it should be. But I, I, I feel for both, you know, I, I felt Stephen Glass and Tam Kurtz were kind of biscuit ten appointments, a wee bit like Celtic. Um, and I, I actually think, or over the piece, I think both could struggle. And when I say struggle, I think Aberdeen might not be their customary, you know, second, third. Um, Dundee United, I, I really fear for if, if Shanklin doesn't start um, banging goals in, you know, ASAP, then I would really fear for them, and I don't mean bottom six, I mean bottom two. Shankers, what was your thoughts on Aberdeen's 2 now one over the day United? I, I think the best they have by bunch, maybe, isn't it? The, the, the to say. I think Aberdeen will be, other than Old Firm, I think they'll be, they'll be kind of better at the rest. Them and, them and Hibs, right now, again, as usual, um, it's... It's a hard one with Aberdeen because, like, a, a, a team's aim for the season, I think it looks bad if you go, if we finish, we finish a uh, third, they have to be aiming for third, but with the, with the finance and stuff they've got there. 
getting at their disposal is hard. I mean, Bundy United, as Wilkin says, they could they could find themselves down that, that bottom, bottom end of the, the table last season. They weren't too impressive. New manager, strange appointment, possibly. It's, it's different. It's kind of outside the box. But 2-0, um, Aberdeen, Scott Brown, I think he'll, he'll lift the standards in um, the Aberdeen players and the team is involved to say I don't think he'll play 90 minutes every week. He he probably won't. He'll probably want to do like that. I think that, I kind of get that sense and that's the type of person he is. But uh, I think he'll be a very important uh, player for, for Aberdeen this season and he could maybe possibly pop up in one of the, the predictions later on that we've, we've got for the season. Very good. We'll move on to the final game. Motherwell 2, Habs 3. It was a thrill of the day. We'll, quit, we'll touch quickly on Josh Doinshankers. Looks as if he's leaving to go to England. There's a, a bid come in today from Watford, so it looks as if he Watford, could be heading Watford. down south. Do you I think believe Celtic's not what it Aye, like, do you think, like, do you think he like could more. be an option? Like if, I know five, 5 million looks to be the fee. Fool, I don't know if that's all up front, but it, aye, it does look as if there's going to be a bit of money paid for Josh Doidge. Do you think he's worth that? I think the the whole potential thing comes into it when they're Aye. like Watford's not buying him for the heat or they're not buying him for Kieran now, but he's young, he's he's gonna develop into a player and they're probably looking at if we buy him for five, we could sell him for twenty five and, and things like that. But I think that's the way they've got to look at it. But uh, he's still only what what is he only twenty one or something? Nineteen. Nineteen, so he's he's going to have a a kid more in the Premier League now. I mean, how how can you turn turn a move like that down five million pound? It's probably a, a fair reflection. I think Scottish teams get get done a lot with fees and stuff like that because they're players. So it's it's hard. It's probably a, well, it's a, that was his kind of first full full season yeah. that one minute. So it, it, five million probably is a a fair reflection, I think. But uh, Hibs would be clever to stick a, a sell-on clause in that contract, uh, in that in transfer deal because they, the, the potential of them moving up higher. But I think it's a, a good bit of business for for him going going to walk for down for, for the club if they get five million. Maybe they would need to go and try and replace him. They've got Lewis Stevenson there, but they maybe need to go and try and get a a left back in and. And who who knows uh, who you could go and get? It's well, well, they've got another young boy coming through all that. But I think I think they would need to go and and buy somebody for for there to take place. I don't think Stevenson will have of ninety in him for for thirty eight plus games. But Hibs got the job done the day with three two victory. It was a it was a really good game. I really enjoyed watching. It was a lot of good goals and a lot of good performances. Wilson, what was your takeaways for the game? Yeah, I, I, I thought Hibs were good value. It was a really good game, actually, you know, for you know, first game of the season. It was quite robust, you know, end-to-end stuff. Always an, el- an early goal helps that. Again, I thought Boyle and Nisbet were very good for, for Hibs as well. Um, but, as I say, I think, going back to the Josh Doyle, you know, five millions a drop in the ocean to Watford, you know. it's He'll probably be the understudy to Ashley Young or something, you know, down there. Um, but, as I say, five millions, you know, like us spend or a Scottish team spending half a million, um, but I think I, I think I, he's talk, he spoke about a replacement there. I think Greg Taylor would be a great replacement. 
Um, to get him out the firing line at Celtic, I think he maybe has to, to continue his place in the Scotland squad. I think he has to, you know, up, up his game um, slightly. And as I say, I think now, unfortunately, Celtic fans have made him a bit of a kind of hate figure um, due, due, due to the kind of performances and things. I think obviously trying to replace Kieran Tierney at the time. Um, so I think there's a there's a, a replacement for me for Hibs with, you know, five million to spend. Um, I think but I think there's a couple of other players that are, that are trying their luck to, to top Taylor to the hate. The hate I, well, I, 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 there's yeah, a few, I'm, there's I'm a few throwing that. their name in the heart. French Eddie, for one, poor guy. <laughs> um, but I, I think, and to be fair, another point on Hibs, I think Hibs won the best away strip so far that I've seen. And I really like that away strip. Um, and as much as it pains me, actually, the Rangers black one's actually not bad too. So I, yeah, I mean, it's kid with that on Twitter the other day, and I thought, oh, that's no bad, actually. For that. Don't like that gold trim because that means they've won the league, but that's another story. <laughs> right, let's look at who's going to win the league this year. We're going to do our season predictions. We will start off with the Premiership winners. We're just going to get around the table. Who is going to win the Premiership? Wilson. Rangers. Shankers. Aye, Rangers as well. For me. Yeah, I'm going with Rangers as well. Interesting. Who's going to finish second? I'm going with Celtic. I think they'll still have enough to. To finish second, Shankers. I say, I think it'll be closer than than last year. I think, uh, but I just with it with the squad and stuff that they've got in there. I, I just kind of see see if Rangers keep. I mean, there's obviously a talk of a couple of players maybe going away for Rangers. Who knows? But I think if they maybe say they lose Morelos or, or Kamara, I still think that. They're strong enough uh, with, with players that they've got in their squad. They, I just think they're too strong when you when you look and reflect at both squads. I, I just think it's far far stronger than Rangers have got almost two three three players that are able to start in every position. Whereas uh, the, the other side of Glasgow is just no like that. I, I still think they'll be good enough to. To finish second, but I just can't. I just can't see it. Maybe, maybe I'm wrong, and and come the end of the season, uh, our predictions will be up there. But I, I just can't see anything other than themselves to finish second. Wilson, who you got finishing second? Hibs. I think. <laughs> I think Hibs. Uh, maybe after last season, big game bottles. Um, I think now. If Jack Ross can get the mentality right and a wee bit more consistency, as I say, I think Celtic have fallen so far back. It's a toss. I, I, they're not a Rangers now, Celtic. Celtic are now a Aberdeen Hibs, you know, kind of team now. And I think those three will fight it out eh, for second. I think this could be a potential disaster season for Celtic not finishing the top two. That's mm. a big call. That's a big call. That's a Callum Davidson type call. We'll see how it goes. He's gone for the reverse psychology. That's right. what he's doing. Oh, no, no, no. <laughs> Always honesty. <laughs> right, who have we got finishing 11th? I've got Dundee United. I just, after today, I just think there's a, a young manager potentially could take a bit of time to get it right. Is he going to get the time? As Wilson says, I think you need Shankland and Clark to be firing the goals in. I think if it, that doesn't happen, they could be in for a, a long season. I've got Dundee United finishing 11th. Shankers, who you got? I think Livingston. Okay. Wilson? Ross County. Okay. I've got Ross County finishing 12th. Who have you got, Wilson? 
Livingston. Shankers. The Ross County. Okay, so you may, we all could have think Ross County is gonna gonna struggle this season. Yeah. I uh, I think the managerial appointments are stranger days. Like don't know where that's came for. I don't I don't know who teams like Ross County should be should be have on their radar and stuff like that. I, I, it's good that they're no going with the usual Tommy Wrights and and people like that in the world, but um, I, I, I just don't know. I just think it's a bit strange. I, I, I mean, I, th- I think maybe, you know, six, 12 weeks down the line, and it's good. We, we kind of discussed that towards the end of last year when Rory was on, and he gave quite a good insight about the difference between a top coach and a top manager and what the differences are. Whereas, you know, I, I look at Malky Mackay, for example, and I see a coach, I don't see a manager. Mm-hmm. Now, it might just be an age thing because he's still fairly young in terms of that. Whereas you look at a Martin O'Neill, for example, you know, a Steven Gerrard, you see a manager because of how good his coaching team is as such, you know. And I think that's where, I mean, I think Ross County might play good football. I think Malky's very, you know, tactically and technically gifted, but is he a manager or is he a top coach? That's that's what I, I just can't see. You know, and as I say, Rod will be able to give us a, a, a better insight um, to it than, that, than, than I can give. But that's where I think Ross County may struggle a wee bit. Talk, just on Rory and, and coaches and stuff like that, I, I was having a wee scroll through Rory's uh, likes on Twitter. I actually think it was appalling last night. So I mean, <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely deplorable what he liked last night. Deplorable. Oh, I mean, that's, I that's for me, at that, as man. a sacking offence, I'm, I'm not joking. That is a sacking offence. I was, I was definitely laughing. Definitely, it definitely cheered me up after the football <laughs> last night. I'm not doubt about that. Yeah, well, if you want to go on and find out about that, please go on. <laughs> but uh, top goal scorer, who have we got? Wilson. Uh, well, again, I was quite, I was, I was quite convinced that Morales wouldn't be there. Um, so um, I didn't I didn't pick him. I think it's possibly will be him, but I went for Kevin Nisbet. Okay. Um, I think Hugs are due a good season as such, and I think again after what happened to him kind of last January, where it was you know we thought he was going to move etc. And I think you know a wee taste of being in the Euro squad, um, maybe up his game, and he thinks maybe well if I get if I get to a bigger and better team, uh, you know maybe cement a place. In, in the starting lineup for Scotland, so a good season for him. So I, I, I went with him for top scorer. Shankers, who the goal for top goal scorer? Came out Roof. I, I'm torn between Roof and Morelos, but I just think if Roof stays fat, I think he could be. I think right, well, when I put up when I put up on our chat, Scott, one of your favourite lecturers, if not the favourite lecturer, he said Came out Roof in our chat as well. He said Roof could be. Aye. The, the top scorer. I think it's well he gets into so many good positions. Yeah, his movements. Right, like last night, yeah. you know, like yesterday, just his wee, just his intelligence to get into the box there. And mm-hmm. Like I just, I just see his movements first class. I think he's, he's too, he's he's too good for. I think he's too good to play in Scotland. I think he's a Premier League oh. player, but I think his injuries have are the reason he's. But he need, he need, if, if he wants to go back, then he needs to come up here and score twenty plus goals every season for a couple of years. Aye. I can see. I moved to Ipswich. What what age just came out of? I think he's about 27, 28, but if you... Maybe get one move on him. Nah, see, when he was at Leeds, Leeds fans absolutely loved him. Yeah. So there was, he's definitely a, a talented player, but we'll go to Wilson's favourite league. We'll go with the Championship. 
Oh, Kelly will win that by a country mile. Shankers, you agree? Uh, just to be different, and I stuck my neck out in the line in the group chat, and Rory reminded me of it yesterday. I'm just going to have to stick with it and, and, uh, and go wait for the season and, and see how it plans out. I'm going to go Hamill now. Okay, big result for them yesterday. With Rory's going with Wraith and was very confident that they're going to win when they were 4 0 up yesterday. He'll be paying me that money back soon as that money's coming back. I think Kilmarnock, I think their recruitment's been really good. I'll be keen. I'm, I'm really looking forward to seeing what they're like tomorrow they, night. Like, do you know? See, see when you dig, Wilson touched on it uh, previously. See when you dig, go been through their, their squad and that. Like, is it? Is it? Yeah, they're, 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 they're experienced championship players. They're Aye. first division players. But am I right in saying they've signed Blair Alston? Yeah. Scored against Clyde. Just, just don't... It's, it's first, you've got to remember, it's, it's the dropping level now. You know? I mean, I do think, was it you and Murray? I, think he, I do think he was one of the best players in that league last Aye. season. So I think that's, that's what you've got to do. Yeah. Then, either signing players to win that league, but then they've got to go up and stay up and are they, are they players going to keep them up and well that, but that, 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 I think that, that's I, what you, you hope I think it's short term then I you think maybe it's... go and sign another three or four yeah, it's yeah. meant to be a bit better yeah. and then once they're to your contracts are up go back to signing much better players hopefully but yeah. again and keep, keeping the links to Chris Park as well like just that yeah. like mixing youth with experience it's, it does work but yeah Chris Although I do, I do, I do think you know, and I know all football fans are slightly fickle, but if we are, you know, even by February, March, if we're not, you know, right one or two, there'll be a few disgruntlements. Yeah, you know, and I, I don't think I don't think there'll be many Inverness, Wraith, Hamilton fans that are possibly expecting to win that league. I yeah. think there's all fans expecting to win it. Yeah. You know. I think as well they've been Hamilton they've been up near enough twenty five years. Like, oh yeah, yeah. Like it's it's got to be different for them as well. I'm sure you'll agree. Yeah. So I'll take I'll take a few. There will be to adapt, but yeah, I'm very confident over the over the race. Yeah, Yeah, so we're two votes for Kilmarnock and one vote for Hamilton League One. That's an interesting league. I went for Cove Rangers. I think they're probably the best team in the league. I don't know that will go down very well with a particular pundit in the channel, but Wilson, <laughs> who we got? Um, I've went for Falkirk. Okay. Um, I work up there, so I've got a wee, a wee bit of fondness when I drive past the stadium every week. Um, you work in Falkirk? I work at the college up there on a Tuesday. Um, mm. So I've got a wee bit of there. And Gary Holt's there as well, who I've got a lot of respect for. Um, so I, I, I think Falkirk, and I think Paul Sheeran again. Very untried. He's been. He was at Aberdeen a long time. Yeah. You know, David Bagan, who's a friend of the show, played with him. Inverness speaks very highly of yeah. him. Um, but again, I'm looking at that and going, is he a very, very good coach or is he a manager? You know. So uh, I, I would like to see if if Paul Sheeran does well um, with Gary Holt there as well. So I'll go Falkirk. Uh, I'll, I'll go for Falkirk as well. See, she just done that, but Gary Holt he's. He's a looking after family anyway up at Falkirk, isn't he? See, his boy got a two-year deal, the goalie. Oh, his, his boy was in a scholarship in America for uh, a few years. So, yeah, he, he has got as a, a, a goalkeeper, aye, so. He got a two-year deal. Was he, was he training with you for a while? Did you train with Talbot for a while? Trained two sessions, maybe, something like that. Yeah. 
but he forgot to bring his horns. So <laughs> we'll move on to League Two, and I hope we have an interesting league here. But I want to see this for a one-horse race. Wilson's favourite cat cat supplier, Andy Barrowman, is the man at the at the helmets. Kelvin Hearts is sporting. Don't even talk to him about him. Are we unanimous at Kelly are going to win the league? Because I just think they're, they're leaps and bounds clear. You see who they brought in. Jamie Burjonis, Joe Cardo, Tam Aware. A lot of really experienced players and a lot of talented youngsters. I'm going for Kelty Hart. Shankers, who have we got? Mm, just to be different. We'll go Edinburgh City. Okay. Just to be different. Just well, for some. There's, there's two... Um, safe, just like gone, Kelly. Uh, we'll I like it. Wilson, who have we got? I'll go Kelly Hearts. So Andy Barrowman stumps up the, the polo shirts for the golf, but he probably never will. <laughs> but um, I'll go with them as well. As I say, I, I was quite vocal about how much I, I thought of Kevin Thompson as a coach as well. Um, and again, I think this is his possible chances a stepping stone. I know he was highly thought of at Rangers. Yeah. This is a wee stepping stone um, for him to do well. What is Andy Barrowman, director of football? Sporting director, nice. Nah, plays golf every day, haven't we? <laughs> um, so, yeah, I'll go Kelty Hearts as well. Right, we'll move on to the Cups. We'll start off with the, the League Cup. Wilson, who do you think could win the League Cup? Well, just, just, for, just for something different, I'm going to go Aberdeen. I think Scott Brown could lead them to a trophy, which will wind up Rory because he's a Scott Brown's biggest critic. <laughs> um, so I'm gonna I'm gonna go for Aberdeen. As I say, I think the the only way I can see Rangers not winning it is if maybe kind of Europe takes a wee bit more precedence if a Champions League or maybe catching up games Thursday, Sunday, whatever it is their schedule. Um, but I still, I'll go for Aberdeen. Shankers, who have we got? Rangers. I think Rangers as well. I, I, and I know you come into the other cups and that, but I, I think Rangers are going to be too strong for, for everybody this season. Again, uh, Wilson makes a good point about Europe and that. And I mean, Rangers must be gutted that, that they never capitalised on Celtic going to be both cups uh, last season. They, we, we Rangers no no winning a, a double or a treble. I think, I think this year they, they could win two, if not three. Yeah. Scottish Cup, who we got? Wilson. Rangers for that. Rangers for the Scottish, yeah. Okay. I'm going Hearts. I, I think Hearts could, could spring a surprise. Shankers, who you got? Fucking like that a bit. Yeah. Nah, they give really. me that chance in Hearts, to be fair. <laughs> <laughs> hearts um, always seem to be, be there. Hearts bit. always get to the final when nothing like play them. <laughs> um, <laughs> aye, Rangers. Rangers for me. Too strong, Rangers are too strong. Aye, I, mean, really I, awesome. I think this would be a bigger catastrophe than last year if they don't win the treble this year. <laughs> <laughs> right, two more. Two more before we move into final questions and we've got a wee announcement at the end. Player of the year. Wilson. Oh, player of the year. Oh, eh. well, I suppose I'd be better like David Turnbull than I was last year. Um, I'll go for Callum McGregor because he's the only player at Celtic. So I, I think if Celtic do anything this year, it's going to be a massive weight on his shoulders. 
Um, and I, th I think, as I say, I think he's the only player at the moment there. Um, again, and I know Alan McGregor got a lot of plaudits last year, but again, if somebody like Goldson, Hollander, or McGregor gets it, you know, I, I don't, I just don't see Rangers being under any sort of pressure. You know, these guys over the season. So maybe, maybe at the likes of your Hadji Kent Roofs, you know, your forward thinking players that maybe chip in with a lot of goals this year. Um, so I, I'll go, I'll go Kemar Roof then. There you go, or Callum McGregor. There's one for each. Okay. Shankers, who have we got? I've got Ryan Kent as well. I think this is going to be his. I think he'll, I'll be astonished if Ryan Kent's a Rangers player this time next year. I'll be astonished if it's a crossing. <laughs> I think this could be the season that uh, clicks and, and falls into place for him. And he gets his move. I just, I obviously hope he has, has a brilliant six months throughout the season. But it's just worrying like, if, if he is that good at the start of the season, where other teams start coming in and banning and stuff like that. I'm not sure he's going to that situation. What was the, was it, was it Leeds that were interested? Yeah, Leeds, Leeds what, were what, interested. Did Leeds make an offer? I think they did yeah, because think, basically yeah, they did. Do you know how much it was? I don't know, but I think it was basically said it was laughable. Nah, like because I, I, wouldn't, I wonder what's maybe affected Ryan Kent because he, he did have a decent season last year as Rangers paid £7 million for him. And I think sometimes, you know, you're looking at the English League, look their noses down the Scottish League and think they paid seven for him, you know. For example, Josh Doig, who's a young boy, played every game, is going for five. I know Ryan Kent's probably better than him at the moment. Yeah. But I think I wonder if teams in England might be put off with that value. And Wayne's only going to sell him for less than five. Eh, less no, than seven, no. sorry. So I wonder if that's maybe a, a wee factor eh, why no one's come in for him or no one's, yeah. you know, taking him as such. My knowledge has he turned it down. Yeah. He, he said no. So it's it's interesting. But yeah, I think he will. I think he's probably the best player in the league <laughs> on his on his day. I think it's occasionally. Not having that, man. I think occasionally. Yeah. I think he's the best player at Ibrox. <laughs> I don't think there's many players in Scotland that can do what he does. And, but it's, as, as he is consistent as other it's players. He's in a consistent basis. Aye, that's the that, thing. If he does that, that then level, I think he's, I think he's when the best when player. When you string two or three of them together, okay, and then. Uh, plays he well in big games and the aye. big games he turns up Celtics away at Porto away at these big games he, he, he usually plays week I in week out well. a winger inconsistent but in big games he usually turns up so I fair. think he's well he's one of those players that I think Celtic defence in particular are terrified of I think they are terrified I think the Celtic defence will be terrified of Andrew Shinney this year <laughs> <laughs> judging I've never seen anybody so comfortable in a 1v1 situation. No. He, he truly believes that he can get past anybody. He's so good with both feet and he's so agile. Like, he's, he's just so hard to stop. He's so quick. A couple of step overs, a wee top inside, outside. They can go left, go right. If I just go everything in the local to go and play at a top team, it's just in the strength the performances consistently for for eight, ten games in a row. It's all right up with one or two off games. I mean, uh, everybody has them. I mean, I, I remember I had a bad 20 minutes before. But... <laughs> I had a bad 20 years. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it, it's, if he starts doing it in a consistent basis, 10, 10 15, 20 games a, 
a, a season, then it, it will be Rangers for, for long. And I'm you, Scott. I'll, I'll be perplexed if he's a Rangers player yeah. for the start of next season. Right, final one before we move on. Signing of the season, Wilson. Um, I'm not long and hard about this. Uh, I'm going to go for Scott Brown. I think he'll have a, a major impact at Aberdeen. Um, and as I say, I'm not saying he's the, the kind of thing that Aberdeen have been missing over the last uh, 30 years since Sir Alex left. I'm not saying that at all. But I just, I just think, and again, if... <laughs> Again, Stephen Glass knows more about football than me. I was amazed at the signing. Now, I wasn't amazed if he turned and says, I want Scott Brown to be my assistant manager. I've been pals for 100 years. I've been in coaching bags with him. He's very good, blah, blah, blah. It wouldn't surprise me. The surprise was the player because I said in December after that cup final against Hearts, I thought, oh, he's gone. His legs have absolutely gone. Um, but obviously, what a remarkable career he's had. And so I was surprised at that. But against Stephen Glass knows more than me, and I just think the impact that he could have um, up in Aberdeen, and as I dare say, I think Aberdeen are tight. Wait and see where they are at Christmas, and then Giant might spend a few more quid, you know, just to try and make sure they're in that top uh, three or four. Mm-hmm. So I'll, I'll go Scott Brown for his last hurrah. The last dance, Shankers, the last <laughs> dance. Shankers, who you got? A signing of the season. Uh, it's hard to disagree with Wilson to a certain extent. Like, like I think he'll be more important for Aberdeen than, than for the, the manager. Little bit, I think he'll be a bigger, a bigger influence and stuff like that. What Aaron, I think his knowledge and experience, uh, his winning mentality will, will help him a lot. So uh, it is hard to disagree. I'm not really been anything else to say. Like, like when about the other teams. I mean, to, to suggest that there is a side of the season. My, my, sorry, my, my other one, Shanker, sorry to interrupt, be Lundstrom. Yeah, uh, he, he, uh, he was a player at Sheffield United yeah, back. For free as well. And, and I, I know, but, but, again, and we don't know what's going on behind closed doors, but I wonder how you can fit Lundstrom, Davis, Arfield, Jack in to that that's midfield. Kamara, Kamara, Haribo. And that's what I'm saying is, again, is there something we don't know happening? And they think, well, I'm not going to have X, Y, and Z at the time. But, but I, I was impressed with him at Sheffield United even last year when they were toiling. Yeah. You know, and I think he was a kind of possibly Rangers Scott Brown as such. You know, I think that's his kind of the job he was designed to do. So he, I think he could be right up there. But sorry, I interrupt. Oh, I think I probably is it today. I mean, I've not seen enough of a fashion Sakala previously to. I mean, Lundstrom, you, you find yourself watching a Premier League game in Sheffield Wednesday, Sheffield United, sorry, and, and you see him, Ken, five, six, seven times a, a season, and you can tell, Ken, straight away that he's a decent player. I've not seen enough of it. Sakala to, to go and call that he would be signing in the season or anything like that. Uh, can, can you say Scott Wright? No, he's, I know he only had six months. He never really played a lot. I think he could be a very important player for Rangers. I think signing the season, you're, you're probably looking at somebody that's just, just signed with, with a club. Bobby, Bobby, the, um, the, the Japanese guy that came on for Celtic yesterday, he looked apart. 
<laughs> wow. Why, Kevin? I mean, again, I know every club is the same. Yeah, one game, though. The Celtic number eight shirt that's been blessed by Paul McStay and Scott Brown and Brian McClare to give it to this guy. Holy moly, man. He was awful yesterday. Awful. He got bullied in the first three tackles, and, and that's how that's what his game's going. He's just going to get bullied. It was, was in isolation that morning, to be fair to him. You're a good player. You come out and you prove you're a good player. Do you know what's going to strike me about this? About that, he'll have never experienced a pay, uh, a pace like that before. Piece of football, aye, aye. Yeah. Take, take, the J League and the A League, which I'm aye. a fan of, aye. it's a walking pace compared to that. Yeah, man, give him the number fifty-six yeah. shirt or something, but not the number eight shirt. Mm-hmm. The number eight's the marquee signing. Can I give him fifty-six? The the Anthony Ralston has. Aye, uh... man, that's why <laughs> give him fifty-six and give him two hundred ninety-three. <laughs> <laughs> we have a big game in the championship tomorrow night as Kilmarnock take on air at Rugby Park. The first year should have been the league for how many years, Will? Oh, God, I couldn't even tell must you. Fair, must be a fair few. Must in, be about, in the league, I definitely yeah, in the league. Yeah, it must be 30 years, absolutely. Um, what's, for, what's for predictions? Are you confident, Kelly, going to go off the start? Air, of, air went through their Premier Sports Cup campaign very, very impressively. So, what's your thoughts? Yeah, well, I think both did. I mean, well, obviously, Kelly get the, the points off against East Coast for an eligible player, but thanks to the you know, and it, it's not it's not a massive thing to you know beat Morton and Stranraer, etc. Um, Air beat uh, Hamilton, Falkirk, but these are the teams now that we're up against, and that's that that's who we have to beat. Um, the new signings we brought in, um, you know, are championship standard players, the first division players that have been over the course before. It'll be the same with a few young boys. Um, and I'm, I'm impressed with the boy McKenzie and the boy Hewitt out here. And they've done really well from, from when I've watched them. Um, and they've got Aaron Muirhead, Craig Salkeld. Um, but I just think, you know, Kelly's going to have about 4,000 fans in. Um, and that will be, you know, and there's a, there's a whole generation of Kelly fans that you, you don't know what these games mean, you know. Where did they get the 2,000 new fans? <laughs> Once the season tickets were cheaper. <laughs> <laughs> no, so, as I say, I think that a partisan kind of home crowd and... Um, you just on that, sorry to interrupt. It's a bit of a shame that they're not going to get any air fans in. I know no. you can see all I totally agree and again I think that would add to the atmosphere and add to the Aye. occasion Aye. as well um, I mean Kelly's stadium holds like 18,000 so I don't I, understand I, how 4,000 can't be in three stands and then give air you know 2,000 or 1,500 whatever the, 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 the social distancing thing stands for I, I, I definitely don't get that to be honest I would like I would like to have seen Air fans at the game as well, um, but I think Kelly's strengths are kind of on the pitch. I think the teams, the squad's okay. I think Air's strengths are the dugout. You know, Jim Duffy bags of experience. Yeah. David Hopkins done well at you know Livingston, Morton. You know, he got he got moved. Was it Bradford? They went to down yeah, south yeah. for a spell. I don't think it was particularly successful, but I think that's a big strength. You know, Jim Duffy is top top coach. Um, so I think that that's where it'll get tough. I think. If you asked Air fans, they would t- take a draw just now. Um, I don't think Kelly fans would. Um, I think they need to lay down a marker that we're the team to beat, we're the favourites as such. Um, and I, I, as I said, I think the crowd now will just kind of go get Kelly over the line tomorrow. I think if Kelly's got an early goal, I could see it being two or three. But 
And I don't think there's <coughs> players now in the squad where there's that thing hanging over them because every time we seem to play air when Kelly were the bigger team as such, we get beat. Yeah. But I don't think there's anyone in the squad now that's possibly experienced an, an Ayrshire derby um, as such now. So uh, I'll go Kelly 3 0. Big call. Shankers, what have we got? I think, I think just for the, the sake of the show, and obviously as a former United legend, uh, I'll, I'll have to, I'll have to, I'll go, I'll go with a uh, sneaker. I'll win. Uh, you know, I'd love, I love them to get pumped five nothing. But just for the balance of the of the show, they've done reasonably well against against Kilmarnock. If my memory serves me well, uh, recently we think they were in each other's. Betfred Cup group or yeah, or years ago, yeah. At Somerset and Andy Giggins for the header mm-hmm. 1 0. Uh, try to think a time before that. I, I remember, remember the, I remember 2 2 draw. I remember that. Andy I was, Williams, Andy Williams. I was right young. Uh, yeah. Dinky Alex Williams. Because the referee. Aye, aye. Andy, Andy Williams, Williams. Andy Williams, you see my sign? He know scored a, a header that mm. I, I think he scored. I've not actually seen him post in a bit of that. <laughs> uh, I remember that was about 12 or 13. I remember, I don't know if, I don't know if it was, they, they used to play an Ayrshire Cup every year. Um, and I don't know if it was an Ayrshire Cup game once. And I can remember it quite clearly that it went to penalties and Chris Innes hit a penalty, right, who was a centre-half at Kelly. And I'm sure it hit the roof. See the front panel of the roof behind the air end? That's uh, where it hit and dropped back. It was that high a penalty. Like, he missed it. And I'm thinking... Because, obviously, that it was the same end that those years after Kelly had won the cup, Andy Walker scored the penalty. So, it was right uh, at the air fans. And this was possibly the worst penalty you'll ever see. <laughs> you know, so they've always had that, you know, kind of wee edge on us, um, especially at Somerset. So, but I think the rights will be put tomorrow. We'll be fine tomorrow. We are going to wrap up the show there. We're going to make a quick wee announcement before we finish up. We are going to be announcing a new show called Scottish Football Show Extra, or which will happen on Fridays. We will take a look at our, we'll keep our in-depth coverage of the West of Scotland Football League that we've been starting the past season. Shankers, how buzzing are you to be back playing football? And how, what's your thoughts on the coverage we've provided so far? I, I think any coverage at, at our level is good for for the clubs and. And for the level, obviously, it's, it's you know trying to get away from this juniors, uh, juniors brand now, and, and it's this West of Scotland League senior football and all that. It's kind of cringy saying it, but uh, at the same time, but that's what it is. And I think any coverage at the level is good, and it's uh, it's good to be back. It's good, I know the whole thing of fans and all that, but. Again, we love the fans and, and stuff like that, but it is, it is generally good to, to get back in and, and play play in front of supporters, and it just adds to the atmosphere. I mean, uh, getting, getting shouted uh, number 10, you're a fat B every week. I mean, that, that's... I get shouted that in the house, so there's nothing, <laughs> nothing new to me there. Um. So uh, it, is, it is good, and uh, like so. When you go to places like Cowan and Glenafton, now you've got Davo as well. It, it, it's going to be good to be we atmospheres and it's going to be, be good numbers at, at the kind of game. So that's that's good coverage and I'm looking forward to it. It's going to be it's going to be a tough season, thirty-eight games as well. So plenty, plenty uh, bumps in the road. Um, and 
Good friends at many clubs, you know. Chris Strain, a good friend of mine at Kowanan, so I want to keep an eye on them. Obviously, Matt Kennedy's on the phone to me every day asking advice and <laughs> tactics and all that stuff. So um, I've, I've got Darville there. Darren Henderson's a friend of mine up at Hurlford as well. I want to see them do well. Shankers, not really a friend of mine. Don't really want him to be a friend of mine. But um, uh-huh. Talbot's let go of Stevie Wilson, so maybe follow up with them a wee bit. But as I say, as as in that squad, just to say, I think the coverage has been excellent. It's the it's the first thing I do is maybe maybe it's an airshift thing, you know. Once you've seen Kelly on or what was the Premier League results, then I, the first thing I would go and look at would be what was the junior results today for Harry for Darvel Talbot coming up, you know, because you know you know guys from your era that play yeah. with these teams, um, and just to get that results up at half five, you know, straight on Twitter after every game, and you see, oh, I wonder if. Wonder if Jamie Wilson scored for Cumberland today. Wonder if Shanker scored for Talbot, and that's and it's it, no, it's been really good coverage, especially for a for a neutral like myself. But we're going to be covering that in depth in the Scottish Football Show extra on uh, Fridays. But we're also going to cover if there's midweek games, if there's clubs in Europe and things like that. We'll cover Scottish football as as well. But we will be back on Friday with another show. Thank you very much to everyone that's tuned in. Wilson Shanker's been an absolute pleasure as always. A first row back of the new season. And we'll see everyone on Friday. Thanks very much, everyone. We'll see you soon. Cheers.